0: big show jake scott with you 97.5 and 1280 the zone broadcasting live from the warehouse 1825 south 300 west prices so low it'll blow your mind the warehouse come see us we've still got some jazz gear to give away for you as well Speaking of the Jazz, let's get out to the Smart Rain special guest line. Utah will be in a drought next summer. Smart Rain knows that 2022 budget planning for most businesses is coming soon. Take advantage of their Save Now, Pay Later promotion and do your part by saving water while saving money. Check Best of State Award winner Smart Rain at smartrain.net. He is my co host for Jazz Pre, Half, and Post. He's our good friend, Coach Tim Lacombe. What's going on, Tim? What's going on, my friend? Oh man. Another Friday at the warehouse, buddy. You can't, you really can't beat it. I'm on a very plush, comfortable couch and, uh, talking sports with you, man. It doesn't get much better.
1: That's great. How was football Friday?
0: Oh, it was pandemonium as usual with coach Mack and Alema, but, uh, dude, it's always fun. You know, coach Mack, he's, he's the best.
1: So my favorite part of football Friday, I obviously, I love coach McBride with all my heart. I actually, um, met Coach McBride, he was the coach of the Utes, I was just standing by the luggage, uh, coming home from a trip, but for the luggage carrier at the airport, and uh, all of a sudden I just get engaged with a conversation by the head coach of the Utes, just asking me random questions, and was as nice as he could be, and we became, good friends and then i ended up going to utah and working and uh i got nothing but good things to say about that guy he's yeah. he's one of the best but yep. i will say that my favorite part is listening to you try to herd those guys
0: it is um, it is something isn't it i'm sure
1: we yeah. run through some breaks and <laughs> uh we push some some timelines when yeah, the boys are on the radio
0: we do we're lucky we don't have any hard outs during football friday or we'd be in real trouble you know tim you and i have and, a couple of hard outs for for pre-half and post we'd be in real trouble yeah, you if and, coach and Dilemma were there
1: you just be like, all of a sudden they'd be talking and then the commercial would start because <laughs> yes. that's the only way to do it. <laughs> I, exactly. I And i got to say, I I mean, Alema, it, is there a better guy, right, in the market? He's just uh, – everybody loves Alema. And uh, I love walking into the Jazz games and pa- driving pat- – or walking past his car and seeing the A-game license plates. Just hint, hint, if you see those around town, yes, that is the A-game. You know who uh, it is. You know who it is.
0: And then his laugh. His laugh, his yep. wheeze. <laughs> is so good. It is such good radio. I know Lemma's the best. Those guys are great. Football Friday, Friday is awesome, and love talking some college football. But certainly, uh, looking forward to talking a little basketball with you, my friend. And uh, let's—I've been kind of asking this of, of a lot of folks this week, and I'm curious to to your answer. Lay out realistic expectations for this jazz team. What is it realistic uh, to expect out of them?
1: Well, I, I think that what we've seen. I think that the the fair thing to do is just to be look at the track record. And I think with with Coach Snyder and his staff, um, you know, there's always been growth. Uh, and that doesn't always mean you're going to progress and go further. But I think what everybody has to keep in mind is, and, and I don't want to, you know, steal the thunder of the 76ers for years. We talked about trusting the process. But um, I think I think the times now, uh, you know, in the next I think the window is right now, if you're being honest, I think you've got a guy in Donovan Mitchell who um, is rare uh, because, you know, we haven't had a ton of guys that have the ability to handle it, get his own shot, um, you know, be a real factor from, from deep, but also be able to drive to the rim and, and get all the way there and, and finish authority. Um, he's just a shot maker. Um, but beyond that, he's a great player. He sees the floor. He makes the right play. Uh, just the other night against the Bucks, felt like Donovan had such a good floor game. And um, so you take all those things in and then you, you couple with that, you know, three-time defensive player of the year and a guy who we've seen just incrementally get better year after year in nearly every part of his game. I mean, he made a 14, 15 footer the other night that looked a butter. And I mean, we chuckled at the time, but um you know that's how you start making those shots is you take them and make them and they become part of your your repertoire but um i think with those two guys the jazz really have the guts of what is an unbelievably good team and then you've got a veteran point guard who's playing great basketball at the stage of his career mike conley um and then i don't you know you start going down the list of depth so i think the jazz have I think they've taken a step forward uh, roster wise. I think they'll have more answers um, than questions. And hopefully now we can just watch that play out, but I think reasonable expectation. Uh, I, I'm not going to be crazy about, Hey, they've got to win the West or, um, you know, they've got to finish with the best record in the West. We've seen that. I think what we want to see is just improvement. Um, you know, and, and my thing is, I believe that's what we see year in and year out with the Quinn Snyder team. So, you um, you know, I think that's a fair expectation to see some growth, um, and, and that growth will come from the depth, the flexibility, and then just the overall improvement of the guys from one year to the next.
0: Seemed like uh, in the preseason, at least the, the second two games, Tim, the, the first two games were a little different, obviously, that game against Dallas where, where nobody played, but it seemed like when the rotational players were playing playing together, I, I thought the the time, i thought everything looked really good exactly what you would expect by a team bringing back really the nucleus it, it, i don't want to say mid season form cuz that's too cliche but it seemed like everything was clicking right where you wanted it to be yeah there
1: wasn't yeah there wasn't anything that you watched and said oh man and, and i remember early on last year jake watching the games and we instantly said you know cuz there was an expectation of what derek favors would bring and there were only a couple nights where we saw it, what, what what maybe we all hoped from Derek, and that was no fault of Derek's. So that was just you know the stage of the career he's in. So Mike Conley looking really fresh and really good is a huge thing for this team. Um, the experience that that Joe and and, and that uh, Rudy garnered over the off season in really great basketball in the Olympics. I just think the guys all played. Everything looked like it functioned well. I saw extra activity uh, personally on the defensive end to a man. Thought there was better attention to that that end. And we're talking about a great defensive team, but they're taking um, all the strengths that they possess and then just trying to, to grow that a little bit. That's what I'm seeing, and that's what a great organization does. So uh, I think there's a ton to, be, to look forward to, um, and, and I really think we need to start talking about you know, what this, this looks like for this team, um, you know, how they're positioned in the West, everybody thinks really high of them. So I, I don't know why we can't hope for the moon. Um, and, and so that's, what's going to be fun is watching that journey.
0: Give us a, you know, two three teams you think will be their main competition in the Western conference.
1: Well, I, I obviously the Lakers are, are very, very, very hyped up right now. Uh, they've not had a great preseason um, but I believe everybody thinks that, you know, LeBron, Russell Westbrook, uh, Anthony Davis forms a really powerful, um, core. I just don't know how that's going to work. I mean, I look at, I look at more the, the health issues and, and the things, you know, then you start thinking of the locker room and we've talked a ton about chemistry. Um, but I, I, think just by virtue of who LeBron is, you've got to put them in the conversation. Um, you know, I like, uh, I like Phoenix again. Uh, I think that they've probably lost a couple pieces that are important to them, but the nucleus, you know, with Devin Booker and the experience that he gained was, was invaluable. I think he's one of the real exciting players. Um, and, you know, and then outside those two teams and the jazz, I think golden States probably an interesting story to watch, um, to see how that thing starts to get glued back together. Um, you know, the Nuggets without Murray is a totally different animal, but they play really hard. Um, you know, the the Memphis Grizzlies are a team that kind of lurks out there that I think really highly of in the West because I love John Morant. I thought the playoff series last year with the Jazz, you know, he really uh, came to the party. He's a He's a really exciting young player that can affect winning. So, you know, just a handful. And then, and then everybody wonders, you know, what's Dallas really going to be all about? And, you know, we know what Luka is. Um, did they make enough moves? Is Porzingis up for the task? You know, they decided to stay with that direction. Um, so there's a lot of subsets and stories. At the end of the day, though, I think the Jazz, I really do believe the Jazz is a class of the West. Um, you know, as I look at it, uh, I would I would be hard-pressed to think that if, every, if the Jazz can stay healthy, um, that that they can, they can be the best team in the West. I, I don't think there's any doubt there.
0: Here's a little news just coming out, uh, Tim. Our friend Ben Anderson from KSLSports.com just tweeted this out. He says, I'm hearing that as of right now, Malik Fitz is in line for the Utah Jazz final two-way roster spot. So there you go. And if they did not do that or if they don't do that, he'll be on the Clippers uh, G League team. So keep that in mind as well. But you like Fitz.
1: Yeah, I, I love Fitz. Uh, his name's appropriate. He gave us Fitz. You know, I coached against him uh, so many times, played at St. Mary's for my good friend Randy Bennett. And, and I just think that he always had the tools. He always was a big, strong guy uh, who has the the capability. He's got a great basketball IQ. I think the other night um, he did a great job late in the game, but it was something that stands out got the rebound, got his head up, saw a guy ahead, makes a simple pass ahead on the money for a layup. Um, you know, so you're looking for guys that can really add something, bring something. I think his size, his versatility, I think he's ten- pretty tenacious. Um, and But most importantly, he can really shoot. Uh, we saw him make four threes in a preseason game, and that's something when I talked to Randy Bennett the next day, I called him and said, your boy was on fire the other night. And he was, man, I hope he's, you know, he he was talking about hoping the kid had a chance. Um, But he said, I'll tell you what, Timmy, that kid can really shoot the ball. And, you know, there's there's times where he can really get on a roll. And so you talk about a guy, his size, his versatility, flexibility. We talk about that stuff all the time. And then shooting the ball like he does and the understanding IQ that is really required to be a jazz guy. I think there's a lot of reasons why he'd be a great uh, addition to the team.
0: I asked you about the Western Conference. Uh, well, let's talk about the Eastern Conference for a second. Who are the favorites? Who do you like coming out of there?
1: Well, Milwaukee um, is the defending champion, and I'm, I'm so big on that. I think there's, there's definitely, um, you know, a lot to, to be desired there. I thought the Bucks actually played really well the other night when they were in Salt Lake. They, like the Jazz, looked like they were in a really good rhythm. And they've got veteran guys, and they've got, in my opinion, probably the biggest weapon in the league now. In Giannis, who um, just continues to get better and find ways to improve his craft, which is is so admirable. So I'd say Milwaukee, um, you know, I think there's something to, uh, I think what Tibbs did with the Knicks, you know, in terms of physical physicality. um, I I really like the way they play. Uh, 76ers are going to be interesting. Uh, They've got a lot of pieces. The Ben Simmons drama continues. Um, how will that affect the team, you know, would will, will actually benefit the team to have a bunch of guys on the floor that can shoot um, around Embiid. So I think they're interesting to look at. I thought the Hawks, you know, the Hawks had a, a phenomenal year last year. I think Trey Young has definitely arrived and, and is one of the premier players uh, in the league. So I, I really like the Hawks too. I think that they're a, they're a fun team to watch, very tough team. You know, you, you talk about the East, you have to talk about the Nets. And they certainly got a ton of talent. Um, everybody knows what Durant and Harden can do. I think the third part of that is the, is the you know, mystery that is Kyrie Irving. And, again, how does that affect their team? Um, you know, does it drag them down? Does it free them without him around? And I mean, that's all kind of remained to be seen. But from a, just a sheer talent standpoint, I mean, Brooklyn's done a great job assembling a bunch of guys that can play, albeit on the on the back end of their career, kind of like the Lakers. So there's a lot of storylines, um, a lot of teams that kind of have, their, I would say beyond Milwaukee, I think the East is pretty, pretty open. Um, and I would look for a team possibly, you know, a, a team like the Knicks to maybe take a bite of the apple, step up a little bit in the ranks um, because they really do base their team around toughness, defense, and
0: physicality. Our friend Tim Lacombe is with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, just curious, you, you've been around a lot of locker rooms. You've seen a lot of different dynamics over your career. What, what do you think the dynamic is like in that Nets locker room with with Kyrie Irving and the situation going on there? I mean, literally dealing with stuff we've never seen. I I would guess that it's not all that popular with his teammates, but I don't know. Any thoughts?
1: Yeah, I can't imagine it is. I mean, I think everybody... You know, that's part of being on a team. You, you, I I think the ultimate part of being on a team, and and I think you see this in the workplace, you see it certainly in athletics. If part of being a a, a good teammate is giving up a little bit stuff that, you know, that's important to you, but you give a little bit up and in return, you know, you get the benefit of everybody pulling in the same direction. Um, It's hard, man. It's hard when you have, when you have difficulty in the locker room, when, you don't see eye to eye. And, uh, like you mentioned the other night, I mean, I watched a replay of Harden, an interview and they being be, they're so tired to ask being asked asked a the question. Um, but you can see the frustration, you know, boiling over. And it, it, I've told you it's a tough one because, you know, somebody has a belief of, you know, how they, they want to do their, live their life. Um, and you know, in this instance, it's just, it's really difficult to have any kind of, uh cohesion so i think brooklyn did the right thing i'm just curious to see if there's any way that like i said there's almost a reinvigoration because they just get to go out and play and you know kyrie's not going to be a part of it for now and they just go out and try to build everything they can but it's got to be really difficult um it's hard to be in a locker room when things aren't great when you've got tough personalities and it's hard to be in a locker room when you're in a difficult time losing as well. And it always takes, you know, you got to rise above all that stuff and you got to figure out a way to do that. And um, like I said, they've got, in Harden and Durant, they've got guys that can, can, can win basketball games. Um, but it's got to be really difficult because I know that Kyrie was a huge part of
0: their plan. So who's going to win the World Series?
1: Well, you put me in a tough spot there, Jake, because I'm – I get a little blind with this stuff. Um, I, I've got to tell you, I'm really pleased with what the Red Sox are doing, having beat the Yankees in the playing game, um, and then taking out a really good Tampa Bay team. So I guess I'm going to have to say the Red Sox, my friend. Yeah, um, thought. yeah you knew I would. There's, that's one thing we don't agree on. All right,
0: you don't like the Red Sox. No, and... I do not care for the Red Sox. No, that's all right though. But what?
1: you understand,
0: I lived in the city. Like
1: yeah. I, I have a tie to it, just like you. Like you know, you like your
0: ties I, to the South. I like everything else about you, Lloyd. How are the Giants oh. going to do? Are they going to win it? Oh wait, oh wait, oh that's right. Some good oh wait. Close out. Let,
1: let's check with Tim No, That they're they're out.
0: They're out. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, how, how about this? Too, I... too soon. I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather see the Red Sox win than the Astros.
1: Yeah, I mean, what's kind of interesting is you've got Alex Cora, who was part of that whole mess. That's and true. I actually have a ton of respect because he faced the music, right? He got exiled. He served his time um, and he's back in the game. And it's crazy what he's been able to do with this team. I I didn't have expectation the Red Sox be been the ALCS. I have to be totally honest. Um. But yeah, that, that, there's a whole lot of lot to talk about. If games get boring, I mean, nothing else you could just bang on a trash can.
0: Uh, I don't know this, but do you root for the Patriots too, or who's your NFL team? I don't have an NFL
1: team per se. I grew up uh, liking the Dallas Cowboys, um, like every young kid in the 80s. Uh, it was uh, born yeah. in the 70s, especially actually. Big time for uh, runner,
0: It sounds like. Oh, well, he's from down there, you know, Tim. Tim. Spence no, I lived there. Lloyd yeah, That makes some sense.
1: But and I that, actually, I actually got off that train when I'm not a huge fan of Jerry. Ah, uh, I got. You. Um, I mean, I, I know that's hard to believe. He seems like such a amicable, life guy, but um, not a huge fan of Jerry. So I just kind of watch. I, I guess I'm a fantasy football guy. I just, I look, I watch players. Is that stupid?
0: No, 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 no. Fantasy football is a is a big reason football is popular. Uh, that yeah, and other forms so. of uh, wager, you know. Uh, it's a big part of football, what football's all I about. I mean,
1: I do have a Tom Brady jersey. Um, I know that that make that'll, you'll judge me for that, but I do you have can, one. It's the, can, old Gro- it's the old
0: Grogan. I worked for the Super Bowl. I had to get something for the Super Bowl. I'm jumping on the Raiders bandwagon, man. I'm jumping on with Lloyd. They're in he, Vegas. By, he, They're by the close. way, he's judging you, but not for the reasons you think. What well, What? Well, and those reasons would be, Lloyd? Because he's a grown man and he has a jersey. Oh no! Lots of grown that's what you know. No, no, I know no, you. I know I, you. No, the, the... I don't own a ton of jerseys, but I, I own a, a Larry
1: Bird jersey. I own a Tom Brady jersey. I own an Ernie Banks jersey of all things. I bought one of those in Chicago on a trip to a Cubs game. Um, and beyond that, I really I, I have an old Keith Van Horn jersey that I kept from from the equipment room. Just to see maybe if it'd go up in value, and uh, <laughs> I think that's about it. So I'm not you like a huge Jersey guy, but I have my you, share. You
0: should you should get Keith to sign it. I mean, I you know you probably know a guy who could put that uh, put that together for you.
1: Yeah, I actually yeah, that's a good point. I should have him sign it.
0: Yeah, you should. He's he's doing what now? Isn't he coaching uh, coaching his daughter? Is he still doing that? Yeah, he's done it. He's done an awesome job. He's
1: built a, a great club in in Colorado um and has helped so many young kids but particularly on the women's basketball side so he he's got a great club i know there's been a bunch of kids from utah that have that have played for his club and absolutely speak highly of of their experience um so i'm really proud of keith he's
0: done a great job he's a he's a great guy always has been and he's had a ton of success he'll throw out a good majera story every now and again on twitter which is uh which is oh man hilarious
1: yeah. I, I wish I could tell more of mine, but FCC. Yeah. All that stuff.
0: Yeah. You gotta, you gotta dance around it a little bit. Uh, coach, you, you are the best, uh, our game one, the journey begins officially next Wednesday, uh, when, uh, what? Okay. in town, right. We'll get things started at six as usual. And then we're off to the races, buddy.
1: Yeah. And, I, and I'm telling you, I couldn't be more excited. I think, um, you know, this is the jazz are, are it in this market, uh, think everybody has their uh, the colleges they root for but i think we can all get behind this team and it, it's a great team to cheer for both from a, a basketball standpoint so well coached and then also the the type of guys these guys seem you know seem to be the the interaction in the community everything else it's really a fun thing to get behind so i'm excited to uh to get started wednesday night and we'll we'll see where the road takes us
0: thanks buddy you're the best have a great weekend
1: Hey you too, my man. See ya. Thanks, thanks, Jake and Lloyd.